Hello and welcome to the Run With Ellie live show, the show that brings you stories from your everyday runners to professional athletes and other specialists in the running community who all share a common passion for the sport. I'm your host, Coach Allie. I hope my podcast can help you change the way you live and the way you move so in the long run, you're able to live a sustainable and healthy lifestyle that you deserve. The purpose of this podcast is to promote the love of running. Throughout my experience speaking with the individuals in the running community, I've found that many of us seek acceptance and relatability in some way, shape, or form. On Run With Alley Live, I tie together the common pain points and solutions through the stories told by the special guests on the show. Each individual has a unique running journey and shares how running impacts the mind and body in the sport and outside of it, both mentally and physically. So stop being so hard on yourself. Tune in right here weekly for new motivational episodes with special guests to inspire you to change your life for the long run. Thank you once again for joining us on Run With Ally Live. Please don't forget to support the show and our special show guests by clicking on the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you choose to listen to the show on. Welcome to the Run With Alley Live podcast. If you're someone looking or thinking about running or someone who is interested in training for a marathon without getting that injury, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Run With Alley Live podcast, where I bring you special guests consisting of different running specialties, runners, fitness professionals, specialty doctors, and more to provide their own insights and advice on running, how to begin how to properly fuel for a race, and how to mentally set yourself up for running successfully for life. Every single Tuesday, I bring you my own personal stories and how I became the runner, trainer, and coach I am today, as well as actionable results from being injured that have only enabled me to become a better coach for my clientele and for me. Thanks to the industry leaders I've hosted on my podcast for making this all possible to, again, become the coach that I am today. Being a Run With Alley believer truly means understanding the holistic approach to running as a lifestyle. It's not just about the fitness aspect, it's the holistic approach, meaning everything from training to nutrition to recovery to headspace, to making time for your friends and family. That matters. So stop being so hard on yourself. Tune in weekly right here for new inspiring motivational episodes and guest speakers that will inspire you to change your life for the long run through running. We're in this together. Hi everyone. Welcome to Run With Ally Live. It is November 12th and it is freezing here in New York. Oh my gosh. Like I had to whip out my 
winter coat going to teach my signature class and almost froze to death. But here we are and winter came early. Uh, thank you all for, you know, joining per usual um, and listening in because we have a very special guest on tonight's chat. But first, before we dive into that, I want to make sure that, uh, you know, you all know what this podcast is about. So if you've all listened to the episodes on here, you'll hear that every single guest has a different background and they bring something unique to the table. And all of them have the same passion, which is running. And we have a very special guest tonight, Katie Fitz, who is actually not a full-time running coach yet, but is looking to evolve her run business, is a full-time marketing director, and is a runner, amazing. I see you're doing an Ironman, Katie. So also yes. that. <laughs> cool. Um, and you know, here she is. So Katie, so welcome on the run with Allie live chat. Thank you so much for joining. Um, yeah, I would love you to introduce yourself. Sure. So my name's Katie. Um, I've been running for gosh, about six years now. So I really haven't been running that long in my life. Um, it's funny. I, I was a girl freshman year in high school who actually left lacrosse tryouts um, halfway through because of the running. Um, they had us going, making, doing all these laps. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> I can't do this. What, what's this? So, and I left. Um, and it's funny now I, I've completed 10 marathons. Um, I just completed my 10th in New York city and I, I love it. I'm into it. Um, so it's, it's been a short running career that I've had, but it's something that I really enjoy. I can't believe we didn't meet up in New York City because I just ran that too. Oh, I know. I know. I hope you had a good race. You too. You too. It was a good one. It's like probably my favorite just because of the energy. The energy is incredible. And it's funny. I ran it before um, and I forgot how tough the course was because I was so distracted by everything else. So this time I was running and I was like, man, this is hard. But <laughs> the, it's just such a fun environment to be in with the racers and with the crowds along the way. Absolutely. Um, I love that. And I guess out of your 10 marathons, what, what's been your favorite one? That's a lot. It's a lot. It's funny. I never thought, I never thought I'd even do one and here I am at 10. Um, you know, so I live in Baltimore, um, and I have to say Baltimore is my favorite. It's, I think it's the most challenging because it's very, very hilly. Um, it's, the entire thing feels like you're going uphill. Um, but just running it in my hometown is so much fun. Seeing my friends and family along the way. Um, it, it just feels good to know that there's people I know along the course. So it's, I think that has to be my favorite. I've done it four times now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Something about just like home is just very special. Cause you know, you're just familiar with the place, you know, people. Exactly. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I guess, tell me a little bit about your brand and your differentiation, like amongst your competition. And what I mean by that is what makes, I guess, what makes you, you, what makes, you know, Katie, Katie. Sure. So when I first created the Fitzrunner brand, um, I was really focusing in three different areas. So one is easy meal prep, um, realistic training and positive affirmation. So, um, for me, the, the meal prep part of it is there's, 
so many different guides and you know delivery services and recipes you could do but let's face it we're all busy we're all really busy no one wants to spend the entire day cooking and then doing all those dishes or cooking every night you know and but nutrition is really important um, especially if you're trying to stay healthy and if you have specific goals um, nutrition is huge so one of my goals is to make meal prep very very easy i've got it down to about an hour a week for everything that i make um, which it took a little bit of, you know, of adjusting, but I've got it down to an hour plan. So we have that part of it. Um, and then we have realistic training. So, you know, one of the reasons I personally always struggled with getting into fitness, um, specifically running and with the weight room is that when you look up a plan online, you're like, okay, here's a 16 week plan and I'm going to start running every single day and I'm going to run 10 miles before work every morning. And if you haven't done that before, it's good to, have, you know, it's great to have goals, but you also have to be realistic. Um, I think if you're not realistic and you're following this really advanced plan, you're not going to feel successful. Um, you know, you're going to fail and that's going to discourage you from continuing on your journey. So um, I want to be able to offer realistic plans where people can start and feel successful, take baby steps and really get into it that way. Um, and the the third leg of it is a positive affirmation. So um, a lot of this running is, you know, very physical, of course, but it's also very mental. Um, and I feel like mental strength can really play a part in your entire life, not just within your fitness journey. So um, that last part of it is really training your mind as much as you're training your body to believe that you can do whatever it is you're setting out to do. I love that. I'm like, why are we not best friends? I, I mean, <laughs> seriously, though, I, so you have the mentality of a coach, I think, I mean, because that's what coaches, that's what, in my opinion, coaches do. You want to empower people. You want to make them feel good about what they're doing, not discourage. No exactly. one should feel that way because exactly. everybody should be able to run. And so I love that you said that. And nice job on the hour meal prep is what I have to say. I might <laughs> ask for a few tips because that's very admirable. Wow. <laughs> and yes, it is time consuming, but I guess it doesn't have to be. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And just, you know, finding that mind over matter really is a thing. Actually, one of the girls that I coach, uh, Carly, I jumped into the Chicago marathon with her and it was just one of the best experiences of my life. Just for many reasons, being able to run with one of the girls I coach. I mean, she's now a friend and seeing all these people like with the same passion, just, I, my heart lit up. I mean, I'm sure you would feel the same way, but just, you know, it's, it's a long race. And even in New York city, mm -hmm. when I hit mile 20, I was like, Oh man, yep. <laughs> tough. But you know, it's a lot of it is mental toughness too, which is kind of, you know, I, I've gained strength from my cross training method, which I was forced to do from an injury. But when you have those affirmations, it's really helpful too. And when you have something or someone to hold you accountable, it's even better. Absolutely. Cause there's, there's times where it's gonna, it's gonna get hard. Even if you feel really good in your training, even if you're feeling strong, you know, everybody's human. I still have days this morning. I was supposed to run this morning and I woke up and I was like, uh, you know, I don't know if I feel like doing this. And I went through, you know, I walked through, okay, well here, you know, here are your goals. Here's what you're doing. Here's what you want to achieve. You can do this. You can get out of bed. You slept enough. You know, you really do feel good. And then I was able to get myself up. So it's, um, nope, you know, girl, you. That. yeah. And that's amazing that you could do that. Like, you know, for yourself, because 
if you could do that for yourself, you could 100% do that for others. Mm-hmm. Um, and nice job. Like that's, yeah, I, I'm the same way. I wake up many mornings. I wish I could run in the morning. I can't anymore. Cause that's like when I happen to train people, but even when I go, I'm like, Oh my God, I don't want to go. And then I'm like, I'll feel so good after. Yep. It's like, you know, it's a fight with yourself. You're like, just do it. Don't do it later. Do it now. You're going to be happy you did it. But that first, the getting out of bed to getting out of the door is it's honestly half the battle. Cause once you're out there, you're fine. You're like, okay, I know what, you know, I like to run. I know why I do this, but convincing yourself to get out there that's tough. <laughs> it's tough a lot of the time. It is. And, you know, when people say, like, putting your shoes on is the first step, it actually is. Because once your shoes are on, you're like, okay, let's do this. Yep, exactly. When you're just chilling and you're not even dressed, it's pretty easy to say no. Yep, because then you get kind of tired, you get comfortable, and then you're like, well, tomorrow, another day, and then it's that cycle can repeat. It's it's easy to get caught up in that, too. Yeah, and we're, we're not doing that. Nope, because we're runners. Nope. Yep. <laughs> Love that. Love it. Um, do you wear your workout outfit out, like, in the morning, for example, since you mentioned you went running in the morning? I usually plan it out the night before. Um, so I'm someone who, if I find any little setback, my brain will use that against me in the morning. So um, I set everything out the night before from my socks to my shoes. Um, I even make my coffee the night before and stick it in the fridge. So it's wow. like, so it's cold. So I don't have to say, oh, well, I have to wait for it to cool down. You know, like I do everything I can to make sure that there's no possible excuse for me um, to say no. And most of the time it helps. I still have my days, but um, I try to just set everything out that I can. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, first of all, that's amazing that you do all that. I will fully admit I don't. Uh, And, you know, I do have setbacks on a daily basis and I used to let them get to me Mm -hmm. all the time. Like, the worst. And then just over time, I was like, you know what? I thought about all of the good things that outweighed that. And I just was like, screw that. I'm celebrating the small wins. And I always tell, I always say that like celebrates every little thing because it just makes you feel that much more like accomplished. And it kind of makes you forget about those setbacks. Oh, just something that's worked for me. And I like to share it because I feel like as runners, like we're very hard on ourselves all the time. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Life happens. Yep. It's so true. I mean, I've talked to people and even some of my friends have picked up running and sometimes they'll say like, oh, well, I went for a run today and it wasn't my fastest or, you know, I wanted to run five miles. I could only do two. I feel really disappointed. And it's the same thing. It's like, well, no, hey, listen, not every run is going to be your best run. It's not always going to be your fastest, your furthest. And it also shouldn't be. I mean, if you if you can do that, then, you know, amazing. But um, sometimes the, the big win is just getting out there and, and, you know, putting your shoes on and walking out the door and whatever happens, happens. But it's just showing up can be the biggest win of all. I love that. That I might take that from you. <laughs> that is like, that's so true. I, yeah, showing up. That's a huge win. Yep. And, and also- whatever happens from there hey, you're there. And that's all that matters. You got through the biggest battle. I love that. Showing up. Never don't show off, Katie. (laughs) 
Okay. I love it. No, seriously, this is inspiring. I'm going to, I'm going to think that I'm going to like, think about that when I have to do everything now. Mm -hmm. So thank you. And it helps too, because sometimes when you really think about everything, like say you have to do a 10 mile training run, you're like, oh my goodness, I'm going to be out there for, you know, hours and I have to do this and I have to do that. And when you start thinking about it, it compounds and that's when you can say, oh no, that's, that's too much today. But when you just really take it one step at a time, yep, you just, just get out there, just take a step, just go one more, you know, break it up into these little pieces. And then you're like, okay, mentally I can do that versus looking at your entire mountain and saying, oh my God, what, (laughs) what do I have to do? You know, it's those little pieces make it a lot easier to get through. I completely agree. Have you seen the movie Brittany Runs a Marathon? No, not yet. I've been meaning to. Oh my God. So actually she is an instructor at the gym that I teach group fitness at. Um, I actually haven't met her in person, but I was hysterically crying during that movie. Oh my gosh. I know from what you're saying, you would appreciate it because she goes through all of this, everything you're saying, like putting those shoes on, getting out of the door and then like turning back around and then getting out the door and doing it again. And just, she's, then she's finally running the marathon. I'm like hysterically crying in this like comedy, but like, I was like, I feel her. Yes, absolutely. It's like all, and that's the cool thing about getting to a marathon point or really any race. It doesn't have to be a marathon where you get to that point and you look back and think about all those hard mornings and hard nights and moments where you you questioned yourself and you weren't sure and maybe it didn't go well. And then when you find yourself at the starting line of whatever distance it is, it's like, oh my gosh, I I made I made it here. Like that's I I just got chills thinking that. Like yeah, it's it's an I incredible feeling. I did too. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was so. Oh my god, you're so right. You're so right. Like. Yeah, I'm about to like cry thinking about it right now, but I'm not going to do that right now. So anyways, um, moving along. Um, so thank you so much for, you know, being a guest on my podcast. I know you are a really busy lady with a side hustle and not even being your job, but thank you. Thank you. Um, love so it. I, I love it too. Um, what made you say yes to being on here? Well, I saw, um, number one, I love, love meeting fellow runners and two, um, what really hit home, um, about what you're doing is that you're talking to people that do have such different backgrounds. And that's, I think my biggest draw to running is that everybody comes from somewhere completely different, but we all come together with this community and we love to do the same thing. So, you know, whether you had this entire career in sports or whether, you know, running, you just picked up running because someone convinced you to, or, you know, whatever the reason, people come from so many different places and have completely different journeys. Um, But at the same time, we're all kind of on the same journey together. So I think the fact that you represent that just really represents the running community as a whole. Thank you. I, you know, I really appreciate that because that is what I try to do because it, it is intimidating. And I actually, I was in corporate America for, you know, some time and I chose to pursue this because there's nothing I love more. And then I started, you know, obviously personal training, which I still do and coaching people. And I just like, I love it. I, you know, people are like, ask me, are you tired? And yeah, I'm exhausted sometimes, but Mm -hmm. I still love it. Um, and I love that everyone has a different story and at the same time, no one that runs is alone. And I, I like just want, that's like why I would love like 
to see more people running with people. And I get, you know, the therapeutic part. It's amazing. But just the running community is a real, it's like, it's a lifestyle running. I feel like. Absolutely. You're so right. Yeah. It's kind of crazy actually. (laughs) Um, But um, you know, I would love to hear more about like what you love about being a runner and just get getting more in depth about that and how you would handle like someone coming up to you and saying, Hey, Katie, I, I looked at your website. You're an inspiration to me. I've never run before. What, like, where should I begin? Mm-hmm. For sure. A twofold question. Sure. So I think for me, running has played a huge impact on my own mental health. So when I first started running, um, I, I just picked it up. Um, it was funny. My friend actually said, Hey, let's sign up for this, um, 10 mile race, you know, we'll get in shape for spring break. And, I was like, sure, running can't be hard. I haven't done any physical activity in years, but, you know, let's go. And so bought a pair of running shoes, and I went for a run, and I made it halfway around this track that is, you know, takes about eight times to go around for a mile. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> what, what have I signed myself up for? Um, but I'm also someone who, like, I really like having challenges. So I like being challenged in a way that I have no idea how I'm going to make it happen. Um, and that, that just energizes me. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. People do this all the time. I I'll get there. So kept running and I kept running and I was a senior in college. So at the same time I was having that, like, what am I going to do with the rest of my life crisis? Um, and I started finding that when I ran, I would think about it. And a lot of times I would calm myself down and any anxiety that I was feeling would kind of dissipate a little bit and I was able to get a better, a better handle on it. So, um, once I moved down to Baltimore and got my job, I kept running. So at first I was like, well, running's free. Um, if you're not signing up for a bunch of races, (laughs) but you know, the concept of running is free and, you know, just got my first job. So let me keep up with running. And from there, um, same thing in my first job, I I was stressed and I felt anxiety and, um, running just became my outlet to really figure that out. So kept running. And then I saw the Baltimore marathon. Um, and I was like, man, I want to be part of that. I've done a 10 miler before I run a little bit. I'm going to run a marathon. Um, and I signed up for it. And ever since that moment, I, I love it. Um, I love the challenge of a marathon. I love the experience. I love the physical and mental strength you could get from that experience. Um, and I like that it's always like, you always have something to do if you're always signing up for these races. I know for me, if I don't have anything, then I get, then I get lazy. And then I'm like, well, I don't have to work out today. There's no reason to. And then I stop <laughs> and that's not great for my mind. Cause my mind needs that physical activity to, to be settled down. So it's kind of like guaranteed having these races guarantees me just, being in good physical and mental shape. Um, yeah. Yeah. And of course, like, it's like important to mix it up. Like, but I totally get that. Like you don't have to go to a workout cause you, I mean, if you paid for it, you should, pro- yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> that should hold you accountable. But like knowing you have a race and knowing how you felt before, mm-hmm. yeah, there's really not a better feeling than after your first marathon. Oh my gosh. Unless you sit down and you can't get up. Oh my goodness. After the first one. And I, I didn't really talk to too many people beforehand. I'm someone who just jumps into things blindly, which isn't always great. So no, no, 
I did I did the same thing for my first so (laughs) you're not alone probably for the best because if I knew all these things I might have been like oh no but after my first one we sat upstairs at this row home in a restaurant and I sat down and I had dinner and I was feeling tired so I went to go home um but I had to walk down this flight of stairs and I hadn't done that yet oh my gosh Oh I was gosh. not prepared. I went down that flight of stairs in the restaurant on my butt, and I was like, "This is, this is what's happening. I, I cannot move my legs." <laughs> no, I like um, I could only imagine. Okay, yeah, you like you didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. It's not your fault. It just happened. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And I um, run. I'd only run 14 miles before that marathon too, because I didn't. I didn't really take training seriously again. I didn't really know. So I was like, oh, it's fine. I can do this. Well, I learned that training's important um, <laughs> in that moment to take it seriously. Okay. So that was that was a lesson. Yeah, but you know, you live and you learn. You always get stronger every race. Um, I could tell you after my first marathon, I sat down. At same, same boat you were. Mm-hmm. Didn't do enough. Did not. Yeah. This is when I was still at an office job. I couldn't physically get up. I could not stand up. My brother jumped the barricades and it was a New York City marathon. And he hurt me like a baby. I was like, no joke. My mom was having people over in my apartment. We were on the other side of the city and the traffic was like mayhem. Mm -hmm. So like, I, oh my God, I I seriously (laughs) could not. It was insane. Oh my God. I will never forget that. Oh my God. Just, you know, everyone has their own experience, their own journey. So, yep, exactly. <laughs> it's funny in hindsight. Um, so moving on, um, advice for new runners on that note, there's a great segue into this. Yes, absolutely. Um, I would say number one, um, pick a, pick a goal and have it be realistic. So it's not that you shouldn't pick a, you know, big goal like a marathon, but, kind of match your distance to the amount of time that's ahead of you. So if you want to run a 5k, think, okay, you know, within, you know, two to three months, I can hit a 5k distance. If you want to just go straight for the marathon, that is awesome. Give yourself time to build up to it because even if you have some physical experience, if you run a little bit, the training is just different. So give yourself time, Uh, you know, six months, 12 months, you want your experience to be enjoyable. Um, you don't want the experience to be miserable and you also don't want to get injured. Um, one of the lessons I learned when I first started running is that if you go from zero to 100 right away, you're not going to feel good. So when I first started running, I was getting shin splints and, um, I had some like tendonitis and I had knee issues and all these problems because I just went from doing nothing to straight running. So, Number one, I would say match your goal distance to a set amount of time. Um, And then the second thing would be talking about the importance of cross training and strength training. Um, So I used to have to wear like knee braces and I would put KT tape on myself and look like a mummy before races because I only ran um, so I didn't know any better. And then I started incorporating cycling classes. I started doing weight training and now I don't need any of those things. I don't have the pain I used to have. Um, so I think the, the cross training, the strength training, definitely important to, you know, to throw in the mix of things. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I 
could only say that I literally 100% agree with you. I mean, I've been injured. I had, I mentioned this on my previous uh, podcast, but I had to pull myself out of the Boston Marathon because I was wrapping my thigh in K-tape. Mm-hmm. Stubborn runner in 2016. Yeah. And I had piriformis syndrome and a quad strain in my right leg. It was oh, so yeah. freaking... Uh, anyways, it made me very strong, you know, both mentally, physically, as a runner, as a coach. And like I said before, I was forced to like cross train that that was that was the start of my journey to developing my cross training method to allow runners to run fast and pain free and just stay physically fit um, by incorporating boxing, uh, spinning boot camp, which I teach all of now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a boxing coach too. I mean, and strength training, you know, at first lifting heavy, but not too close to the race, you know, keeping those joints strong made me a different person too. Yeah. And then my snapback garment with the graduated compression was just a game changer for me. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing. Like I've never felt more energized in my life. That's um, yeah, no, like superhuman, like in the half at least. Um, and in the in the fall too, but you know, um, I actually stopped twice in the fall in the set in the second half because I was my stomach was acting up. Oh no! And yeah, yeah, that yeah. is that's tough. You can never. I mean, you know, you can plan beforehand what you're eating, and you know, you eat the eat the foods and the nutrition that you're used to. But sometimes you just can't predict, you know, what'll happen, and that's never easy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But like my mind totally was like, I saw the finish line. I was like, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I PR and I made Boston and all of that, but, uh, I love every experience because you could always build off of it. Excuse me. My push is correct, but yes. Um, and so I love that, you know, you spoke to the importance of cross training and strength training. Cause mm-hmm. that's really important. Nutrition recovery, game changer um you mentioned earlier you got enough sleep like which you know that was like in your mental checklist like recovery got enough sleep because that might have been part of your recovery before you got up and ran like Mm -hmm. things like that all matter they all build up they do and it's funny you hear people talk about it all the time it's like you have you know make sure you're eating right make sure you're doing this make sure you're doing that and you're like okay yeah sure but then you experience it and you're like no, they're right. <laughs> they say it for a reason. You know, people, people have gone through this. People have researched it. People have experienced it. You know, it's all that advice. It's out there for a reason. And um, I know I'm, I'm certainly stubborn as well. And there's some times where like, I can figure it out for myself. I know what I'm doing, but no, there's, they do it for a reason. You know, it's, it's smart to, to take that advice and to listen to people who have, have gone through this. And if not, you know, you'll learn the lesson one way or another, whether you learn it beforehand or whether you ignore the advice and then learn it the hard way, which I tend to do that. <laughs> you know, but like you're ambitious. You're an ambitious lady. Yes. <laughs> okay. So um, I love, love your answer to when you speak to your philosophy of running and what drives your passion for it, because I know you mentioned a lot Mm-hmm. Uh, here, but I just really, really like how you were, you're literally describing a specific instance. So can you elaborate on that a little more? Sure, absolutely. So, um, you know, I know we had talked about the, one of the first times I went for a run and, 
it, it, I very, uh, got a reality check really quick. Um, and I was like, okay, this is going to take some work. And honestly, for a while, when I, for the first couple of years I was running and for, through my first, um, couple of marathons, I, my pace was anywhere from 12 to 13 minutes. Um, and you know, I felt I was like, okay, you know, I think this might be considered slow, but that's just who I am. And that's what I do. Um, but you in one of my marathons was in DC. I was so behind that that van that picks up runners who aren't going to make it in time was right behind me um, for miles. And I looked behind me and I was like, do I do I get on it? <laughs> you know, like I'm not not feeling too good. Do I get on it? Do I keep running? And I just kept running. Um, but for me, for a while, I was thinking, OK, you know, I'm I'm, I'm pretty slow from seeing the van. Is that OK? Am I even you know, can I even consider myself a runner? There's people who are finishing this race you know, before I'm even halfway through. And, and I got a little bit discouraged. Um, but then I realized, you know, at the end of the day, one, there are things I can do to, to progress and get better at this and make it easier. But two, you know, a runner is a runner. And I don't want anyone to get discouraged thinking, oh, well, you know, if I stop every mile, is that okay? If I'm, you know, running fast and then running slow, does that, is that bad? What does that make me? You know, I want everybody to feel like they are a runner and that they, you know, they have what it takes to, to do this. It's pace helps. Um, you know, it's, it's great to be able to get fast and hit those goals, but at the same time, you don't want people to feel discouraged that, you know, maybe I don't want them to think that they're not good enough, that they're not fast enough, um, that they can't do it. So that's, that's part of it. And I think the other thing for me is to get through those tough moments and to be able to continue to progress, you have to have a why. Um, I think having a why is really important in a lot of different aspects uh, of your entire life. It's not just fitness, but having that one reason that's going to motivate you will change what you're doing. Absolutely. So for me, I've had a couple different reasons in the past. Um, a lot of them have been, okay, I, I've had this race, I've had this experience, what can I do better? Because I know I have more in me, I know I made excuses, I know I didn't give 100%, I'm gonna prove myself right, because I know I can do better than this. Um, another time, I had some people in my life who were saying, well, you don't have to do this. Why are you, you know, why are you running these? It's not, you're not even that fast. Why are you waking up early in the morning? Um, you know, there's people who, who are super fast at this. You're not going to win the race. And I was like, well, I'm going to show you that I, I can do this. Like, you know, forget that I'm showing you what I'm made of. Um, even earlier this year, I had someone reach out on my Instagram and say, you know, who are you to call yourself a runner? You haven't even broken four hours. Um, you know, you're, <laughs> yeah, this whole, whole long thing. It was a really, um, unfortunate comment. That fueled me. No, no, I was actually, like, want to know something? I think that, that that kind of reverse psychology, it works very well with some people. Mm-hmm. But for you and like someone like me, it, um, it, it works very well. But for others, it might not. It's like if someone tells you you can't do something, you're doing it because you're proving them wrong. And it's like almost like who are you to say that? Because yep. I'm going to show you I'm not even going to say what I'm about to do. It was funny with that instance, too. They were... So I ran three marathons this fall and I hadn't signed up for the second one yet. It was in Baltimore and I was like, well, I'll either do the half or the full, depending on how I feel. Um, 
And after I got that letter, I was like, oh, I'm signing up for it. You like, there's no question in my mind. I'm going to now run all three. I will show you that I can do this because I know I can do this. Like, there's no question. This is it, you know? Yeah. And you know, also if like you wanted to run the half, like there is nothing wrong with like choosing to run the half over a marathon. Like Mm -hmm. that's cool. Just like that's your decision, confidence, owning that half and just being like, yeah, I felt like running the half. I have my whole life to run a marathon. I've ran so X many, 10, you know, whatever. Like Mm -hmm. obviously someone's insecure and taking it out on you. So eh, they're not worth your time, whatever. Yep, (laughs) exactly. And I think too, like really at the end of the day, your why it comes down to you, you know, you can choose any reason that you want as to why you want to run, why you want to do these races. Um, every time for me, the race is different. Sometimes it's for time. Sometimes it's to. I was just about to ask you. you, I was going to say, Katie, what's your why? My, my why right now is to prove that our minds are so much more powerful than we think we are. They think we think they are. So it's, you know, if we have a goal, for example, this fall, my goal is to run three marathons. I had never done that before. Like that's, that's a lot in a short amount of time. Um, it's something I'd never done, but I believed it and I knew I was going to work for it. And I was going to prove to myself that if I put in the work and if I have that belief, then I can do it. Um, and that's, what's transitioning me into Ironman training, because I believe our potential as humans is it's unlimited. It really is unlimited. And it's not to say that you can just wake up one day and go, you know, do something crazy without the training. But if you put in that work and that you have that motivation and determination, you can make anything happen. I believe that with all of my heart. And so what I'm doing next with this Ironman is proving that our potential is unlimited. Um, I need to take swimming lessons. I really don't swim. Um, oh, too bad I, closer. I used to be a swimmer. Oh, I see. We got we to gotta talk about that next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you could do it. You're going to crush it. Um, something that I love everything you just said, something that I've transitioned to that's helped me um, has been instead of saying I'm going to do it, I literally say, I'm doing this. Like, I'm not giving myself anything, any excuse. I'm doing this because I want to do this because I love this and I know I can. I love that because that changes it from, okay, I'm going to means one day. You know, it's it's a half commitment, but saying I am affirms that you're doing it and it, it something changes in your mind and you might not even feel it in that moment, but there's a shift that happens when you go from saying I'm going to, to like, this is happening. I am. Um, and that changes things. That yeah. little, that little shift is huge. Isn't it? It's like, it, it, really it, really, it can make a race. Like it was, it was odd for me. And I so agree with you about mind over matter, but for the Brooklyn half, I, my PR was a 132 and I, amazing. the race, thank you. Um, but at the race, I said, I'm breaking 130. I'm doing it. And I did. And the entire way I was, I was yelling at myself, go Allie, go, it's freaking go. Yep. I didn't care what other people thought, but I freaking did it. And that's, that's what matters. And that was my why, because it made me feel empowered. It made me feel just like fulfilled and that, you know, there, I am limitless just like you and just like everyone else. And now 
you're making me want to do an Ironman. <laughs> I know when I when I signed up for it, I was like, am I, I am I insane? No, <laughs> am I, like, no, am I no. crazy? <laughs> no, you're doing it, and it, you're gonna crush it. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I I'm excited. It's it's a new challenge, and again, I love these crazy challenges. Um, but I'm I'm gonna take the training more seriously. I'm gonna listen to people who've done it before, but I'm I'm gonna show that someone who has very little experience doing something like that can. And it goes, the same thing goes for running. Even if you haven't ran a day in your life, it is never too late to put on a pair of shoes and start running. You know, like it does not matter if you literally have never done it ever. Um, you can, it's never too late to start. Wow. You're like a motivational speaker. You're so right. And I love that. Thank you so much for this message. And I am going to wrap up this episode I could chat with you all day about this I know this has been great I know you've been wonderful is there anything that you want to leave everyone with before we part ways I would say to anyone out there whether you're a runner runner to be runner for years um, if you have any goal any goal any dream and whether you think it's crazy or not go for it and do not let anybody including yourself stop you I love that, Katie. Thank you so much. And everyone listening, thank you so much for joining this week's Run With Allie Live chat. All of Katie's information is going to be up in the iTunes um, store and also on Google Podcasts and Spotify, uh, you know, tomorrow, as soon as tomorrow. So thank you so much, Katie, for joining again. You're wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I cannot wait to see you crush that Iron Man because you're doing it. Yes, I am doing it. (laughs) Yes. And for everyone else, I will see you at the same time, same place next week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to become a member on my website to get updates on my weekly new special episodes on the show, sharing fun running feats, training methodologies, and all things running related to help you keep your running fun. Reference the link in the show notes to become a member of the Run With Alley community so you can connect with other like-minded individuals who love running just as much as you do. Again, do not forget to subscribe to the show by clicking the follow plus button, Apple Podcasts, or subscribing on whichever platform you're listening to the show on. Please leave a review under the episode in whichever directory you're listening to the show in so I can better provide you with the top-notch content I strive to deliver you week in and week out. Thank you again for listening to Run With Alley Live. If you are looking for the perfect solution to finish your first marathon injury-free, even if you've tried to get in shape in the past and failed, sign up and get access to your free 24-week program now by clicking in the link in the show notes under this episode. Sign up now. All you need to submit is your email, and I'll see you on the inside. Thank you so much for listening to Run With Alley Live. See you next time.